Good day, everybody, and welcome to Encore at the House of Mario, the after-party Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and this Encore, I want to talk a little bit about Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I just finished up the game last night, and... I really, really enjoyed it. So I just want to sort of talk about it with you guys. I will be doing a review discussion and potentially spoiler cast with a good friend of mine, Delfino Durians. But I just wanted to get in here with a quick episode to talk to you guys about it and, you know, what I thought of it. And whether you guys should pick it up, whether you're a Fire Emblem fan or you just sort of want to get into it, but you haven't really, you know, jived with the series in the past. But for me, I like Fire Emblem aesthetically, the characters, the stories, everything like that. But typically, I've always fallen off and it's sort of annoyed me, <laughs> to be honest. And it's something I'm trying to get better at is just sticking with games to completion. Um, if, I'm, if I'm enjoying them, obviously, if I do not want to play it, if I'm not enjoying it, I'll chuck it out. I'll delete it from the hard drive. I'll sell it. I'll do what I need to do. But if I'm enjoying it, I really do need to stick with some of these games. And it does get a little bit tricky sometimes we are trying to juggle games for the podcast. And sometimes when you get home... And you just want to play now. We're like, look, I'll just play Mario Kart. And that'll be quick, easy, fun. A little bit more like meth, you know. You gotta, you gotta, you can't. I, look, honestly, I could compare Mario Kart to meth. I'm just like, oh, I've got the itch for, got the itch for Mario Kart. I just can't help myself. But sometimes you just got to try and stick with some games. And that is what I've, I've done with Fire Emblem um, Three Hopes. Because typically like Fire Emblem Awakening, put about 20 hours into it. And I fell off of it. Fire Emblem Three Houses. I I didn't really get that far into it. I probably put like a handful of hours and that was about it as well. But what I played from Three Houses, I really enjoyed. So I wanted to get, you know, the sort of alternate story through a different method of gameplay, which is uh, obviously the melding of the Warriors series with Fire Emblem. And it isn't the first time the Warriors series has merged with, um, with Fire Emblem. Um, you know, we had Fire Emblem Warriors, which came out 2017 on 3DS and Switch. And I played that. I'm like, ah, it's all right. And typically for me too, like the Warriors series, it never really grabbed me either. <laughs> um, I just was, wasn't really into it. Even with the Zelda games, they never really appealed to me too much. Even though I bought them, I bought them and I tried them, but I'm like, ah, it's all right. So seeing this game announced earlier this year, I'm like, oh, look, I want to give that a go. Like the whole idea of, playing through the story with the, the third-person combat, just taking down hordes and hordes of enemies with your sword. You're also getting, like, the relationships and the leveling up, the classes, the facility building, everything that comes along with Fire Emblem, all the relationship stuff. It's uh, it's actually really cool and how it all blends together with the Warrior series. And honestly, this game, it just feels like a Fire Emblem game. It doesn't feel like a Warriors game. It feels like you're playing Fire Emblem, but when you get to a battle, you can sort of pick your strategic sort of your plans and all that. But then the battle starts and it's a Warriors game. You're running around different bases and strongholds, controlling different characters, using their different abilities. And, you know, you're playing through the game. And once like uh, one of your units levels up, it like pauses the battle and like it does like the whole level up screen that you'd expect in a normal Fire Emblem game. And I think this is a cool little touch. It sort of adds it. So it feels like it's still all about strategy. It's not just about hacking and slashing and pressing Y three times and pressing X, doing this massive sort of combo with your sword. Um, it, it does come down to like the whole strategical element and like the weapons triangle and deciding what units need to be where. 
in some battles where you know you need to defend a certain enemy, but then you need to send like your strong uh, strong units to go and take take down maybe an opposing side that's coming to your base to take over. It becomes very involved as far as like swapping around different characters and making sure you put the right units in the correct place. And um, for the most part, man, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I I um I wrote on Twitter basically after I finished it. I said that this is probably my favorite Switch game or Nintendo published game this year. And I'm I'm not sure. I got a little, little marinated on a little bit more, but. Like, obviously, Pokemon Legends Arceus came out this year. I thought that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun with that. But this one's up there with that game for me. And, you know, I'm a massive Pokemon fan. So anyone that knows me knows that that's a, you know, huge sort of huge praise and huge words coming from me. But what um what I, what I think this game is absolutely great at is just, like, getting involved in the battle and really making those relationships matter because, like... I didn't play through like all of three houses. So it's also been like four years since that game come out. So a lot of the characters I sort of forgot about. And when I'm sort of going through the game, like 10 hours into uh, three hopes, I was like, ah, look, it's fun. Um, I understand the, the combat system, what I'm doing. Um, the characters, like I haven't done a whole lot of relationship building with them. So I didn't know them so well. And also this game, you're getting tutorials thrown at you for a long time. And, for me, when I'm getting home from work, it's time to unwind. It's time to play some games. You know, you pick up your Switch and it's a tutorial about the facilities, how you upgrade them. It's a tutorial about how it's, each facility works. And there's like 10 facilities. So how each one works and how, like, you upgrade your swords. You can you can upgrade your uh, your armor. You can, you can go to the training facility. You can do different classes. You can level up. You can... You go to the shop, you can, like, there's so many things just within the camp to upgrade. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> what do I, what am I doing? Then there's the battle system, there's like the relationships just, uh, system where in this game you're going on expeditions um, to level up your relationships and there's like different answers that you can basically talk back and forth. And you've got to choose the right answer to basically put up your relationship status with that character. So, like, for me personally, I just like Googled a lot of the answers. Because look, look, I don't know. I just want I want to use my time as as well as I can. So, <laughs> it'll it, it I got to admit as well, and I think um, this is going to be something that I run into with um, maybe when I get into three houses again or Persona. But it really triggers my OCD a lot. Like in between these battles, you can you can like use your time to you know do stuff with the characters, level up. You can do your training for your classes. There's lots of stuff to do in between and you've got to make the most of your time in between each major battle. And for the most part, like the first, uh, say, say 20 hours of the game, I was making sure I was doing every little thing, using all my uh, activity points, using all of my training points, um, talking to every character, getting every single side conversation, doing every single side mission. And it just, um, it, it really pains me that like when I got to 20 hours, I'm like, Look, how long does it take to beat this game? I went on to, to how long to beat. And I saw that it took takes like 35 hours potentially. And if you want 100%, it's, you know, 120 hours because there's multiple different paths you can take. I'm like, oh my God, I need to I need to move this thing along because I've got I've got to move on to like Live Alive and 
as I said before, I just know what I'm like. I don't want to fall off. I want to get to the end of this game. So I, you know, I went through it a bit quicker. I wasn't doing every single side conversation. I was doing all the battles within the map, but I was just using my training points because they were easy enough to use. You just go and it basically, they auto train themselves if you've got the points to do it. So that worked out quite well. But yeah, it definitely triggers my OCD. And I can imagine when I pick up Persona 5 Royal on Switch later this year, the whole thing of like, all right, you've got to go to different classes. You've got to, you know, you've got to make sure you go and see all your friends, go to the movies in between the palaces. I think it's going to drive me nuts, <laughs> to be honest. Especially when I know I've got like 120 hours of this game. I'm like, oh my God, I've got to optimize all my time for what will probably take me months, if not years, <laughs> to complete that game. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to drive me absolutely insane. But for for this type of game, it, it it works out fine for the most part. You can you can use your time. You can do everything like perfectly. You can have like great relationships with all your teammates. But if you just want like a, a hack and slash warriors game, you can make that into this as well. Like for the most part, I just mainly use my character Shez, and Shez is a brand new character that's introduced in this game that was not in Fire Emblem Three Hopes. And how the whole story works is like Byleth didn't meet up with the three captains. So, but instead this character Shez does and that sort of changes the whole course of the story and um, Byleth is one of the main antagonists of the game that you approach called the uh, the Ashen Demon. And it's really interesting how they play on the original story. And for me, I don't know a whole lot of the original story. So for people that did play it and have sort of these expectations of what each characters will do, it'd be really interesting to see like from that perspective. But from my perspective, it was just the story that it was. And um, it made me really, 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 really want to go back and play Three Houses. So I'm looking at my schedule my ga- I've got a gaming schedule because, like I said, I really want to make sure I get through some of these games. I've got a, my gaming schedule. I'm going to move on to Live Alive. I'm going to be starting that hopefully today when I'm recording this this podcast. I've got Digimon Survive, which is a very long like visual novel slash strategy game, which is a, which is a title I've been looking forward for a long time. And there's Blossom Tales two, and there's Cult of the Lamb that come out this month. <laughs> And uh, I might be able to fit it in there somewhere. So whether I can smash out Live Alive and juggle between uh, Fire Emblem and Digimon and then like these um, Blossom Tales, I should be able to beat that in like, like a 15-hour sort of mark. I'm I'm hopefully going to be doing... I know, I know not many people listen to these Encore episodes. So if you, if you are listening, thank you very much. Very much appreciate it. But I'm hopefully going to be doing an interview with the developers of Blossom Tales too. Because uh, I love the first game. The first game is phenomenal. So just a bit of a bit of a heads up for that. Hopefully that happens. I've, I'm in email correspondence as we speak. So cool. But I think um, I think just with what they do with the story here was pretty cool. Like there's a I think there's a lot of like assumed knowledge going into it. But for me, it wasn't too bad. Like I, I wasn't too lost. There was a, like a lot of um, a lot of I guess location names i'm like i don't know what that is man like <laughs> it means nothing to me but as far as like introducing the characters and how that all works i think it, i think it worked out quite well just playing this just like off the bat like if you're a warriors fan and you're not in the fire emblem i think you'll get a great kick out of it i think it'll be a lot of fun the mechanics that fire emblem add to the warriors series is fantastic uh, but also if you're a fire emblem fan you're like oh, i didn't like the zelda one that much and 
maybe the last fight Emblem Warriors wasn't all that entertaining for you because it wasn't based on characters you know and love, apart from like, you know, some other characters coming from from portals and some like, you know, a bit weird stuff going on. But I, th- I think you'll get a kick out of this too. I was talking to um to Andrew on Twitter and massive Fire Emblem fan and I sort of mentioned a couple of these things. He's like, dude, I've got to play this game. And honestly, if you're a massive Three Houses fan, you've got to play this game. It's um it's 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 special. I think it's um it's definitely a game that's got me on a kick for more of these types of games because like I want to go back to Age of Calamity and I think I'm going to be saving Age of Calamity to a little bit closer into Breath of the Wild 2, you know, to really get into that Zelda mood. But it's also been a long time since I played a Zelda game. Like, like uh, I played um, Scarlet Sword last year when it got the HD re-release. But I, I fell off of that because I I, no, I don't like Scarlet Sword that much, to be honest. I didn't need to play it and I didn't want to play it anymore. I played it for like 20 hours. I'm like, that, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. I, I remember this game. It's fun. Um, but... I really want to go back to the three houses. I want to check out the Fire Emblem Warriors game that came out earlier on Switch. Um, even Hyrule Warriors. I reckon Hyrule Warriors would be great to go back to. I'd love just to do... I'd love to just go around hacking up stuff and getting some Zelda fan service, especially with all the DLC and everything added to the, the uh, deluxe edition on, on Switch. I think that'd be awesome to go back to. I haven't, even, I haven't bought that one yet, so it's in the wish list if it goes on sale. It's a Nintendo game published by them, so... Am I going to be picking up for 80 bucks in 2022? Bloody probably. Fucking hell, it's no good. But <laughs> no, I'll be waiting for a sale for that. They always go on for sale for $53. Very specific amount here in Australia from 80 bucks. Don't know why. It's just a percentage I guess they take off and it adds up to that. But I'll pick it up then. Same with Pikmin 3. Nintendo, you want, want me to pick up those games in particular from the Wii U on Switch? Maybe I should just play my Wii U copy. Nah, there's so much there's so much content added to the Switch one. I'll be missing out. Do I want to go back to the Wii U? Of course not. Nah, I'd rather not. Yeah, just having these thoughts while we're recording the podcast. But yeah, I think we'll wrap things up, guys. Like Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I've always got to think about it when I say that. It's, just, it's weird how they it's called Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Because it is like a Fire Emblem Warriors series, I guess. But can it just be Fire Emblem Three Hopes? Warriors? I don't know. <laughs> it, I think we're just used to Warriors at the end, like Hyrule Warriors. I guess, yeah, because Hyrule Warriors when it's Age of Calamity. Anyway, it's a me problem as far as that goes, but definitely I recommend this one, guys, and we, we'll be doing a big review discussion on it as well with my good friend Delfino Durians, and I believe she's a bit more of a Fire Emblem expert than me, actually, probably play, <laughs> played through uh, more than one title. I actually don't know, but it'd be interesting to get her perspective anyway. She played through the Blue Lions. I played through with the, the Black Eagles. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that all turns out. And I'm interested to hear from Dimitri's side of the story because I really like Dimitri. I think he's a cool character. His voice, his voice act is awesome. I love his voice so much. So I would like to play through with Dimitri actually. I want to play through. I, I just want to keep playing the game, honestly. But I've got to. I've got to move on to something else. There's like the six paths you can go down with this title, which is which is nuts. Like you can you can play this game for a year if you don't get you know if you don't get sick of it. <laughs> and for me, like towards the end, it, like it took me like thirty two hours to beat the game, and 
I made sure I played nothing but this game. So like, you know, how many, I was putting like five, four hours into it each day. And, you know, it, it gets a little bit repetitive when you're playing. <laughs> we just like going around hacking stuff up for like a week. You're like, all right, I sort of want to move on a little bit. But I think um, if you enjoy that a little bit more than me, even like this game has so much content. It'll take you so long to 100% it. But yeah, anyway, that's just my my top level thoughts of Fire Emblem 3, <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors, three hopes. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know that you got to this point of the encore with the hashtag Drew enjoyed <laughs> three hopes. <laughs> and let me know what you think about the game or whether sort of the, the things that I brought up um, made you want to go and check it out because, yeah, it's, um if you're thinking bet- in, uh, was it July or June? This game came out in June. Yeah, it took me a while to beat it. Um, I've been playing some other stuff too, though. But if you had the choice to pick up Strikers or this, for the love of God, I hope you picked up this compared to Strikers. Like, it's just... The the dollar value alone is just insane to compare between them. Just insane. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. Be sure to leave the hashtag. Um, I've already forgotten what it was. <laughs> Drew enjoyed... Three hopes, yeah. On uh, Twitter, I'm at iDruby or Instagram at iDruby or even Facebook at the same buddy at symbol. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. But the doors to this encore, they're closed. I'll catch you later. Encore at the House of Mario, the after-party Nintendo podcast is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew. If you enjoy my work here and on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, A Drew Story and Kraken Furfies, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to help spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1 you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.